We have a really upbeat, awesome Friday show for you. We get pretty chatty in this episode and it is jam packed. We've got one to 10 scale check-in. We have got um, something about Jeff that he does not want to pass down to Ellie. We got a whole lot of random tangents. I'm not going to lie to you. And of course, a beautiful human alert because it's Friday, all that and more on today's show. You are an upsider living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience and helping other people do the same. Welcome to the Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. Today is Friday, September 16th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for the anticipation of a date night. Oh, I'm excited that you're excited to go on a date with me. Well, I, I'm just excited to, I, I've felt, I, I, I don't know, is it, this is, I don't want this to sound dramatic, but it's going to sound dramatic. I just feel like this summer, there were so many days that were oppressively hot and humid mm-hmm. and being somebody who works from home like I have no reason to go anywhere if there's any discomfort outside. You know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. But if the weather's nice, like we live in a neighborhood with sidewalks, I could say, you know what? I, I need a brain break. I'm going to just go for a, I'm going to walk 15 minutes up the street and 15 minutes mm-hmm. back, you know, throw Ellie or take Ellie to the playground mm-hmm. or what over to the park where she can take off her shoes and run around in the, in the grass and whatever. I don't know. Go sit on a patio and have a pizza pizza. I don't know. Just stuff. But I couldn't do it when it was 390% humidity and like the surface of the sun outside. And I, I think now that it's cool, cooled off a bit here in false fall, I think that we will, I think it's, I, I am realizing how much that affected me before. Like, yeah. I, th- I don't think it, like, it wasn't like I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so miserable trapped in this beautiful home with a cute baby and a refrigerator of food. Like, it's not, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's but I did say to you, what was it, last weekend, where I was like, you have been, like, off. And maybe that's why. Yeah, and I think it was. And now, I'm uh, so, the thought of us, like, we, we're going out with another couple on Saturday night, and it's like, I don't know. It's just, and then afterwards, the reservation we were able to get was on the earlier side. So I said, and after dinner, we can go, like there's a, what's it called? Like a community? I don't know. What is it? It's like a little, like two blocks where you can get drinks at one restaurant and they carry it around and go sit on a Yeah, it's like a little bench. city center type thing. Yeah. And, and so I'm like, we can do that. Like it won't be, like it won't be miserable. So that seems like such a random thing to complain about, but I, I don't think, I think it's the other way. I think you're being grateful for our date night. Grateful that the weather is, is awesome and grateful that we live so close to a place that we can just, you know, have a couple drinks and leisurely walk home, enjoying the weather together. Like that's really cool. This goes back to what I was saying. I, I don't know, however long ago when, um, there needs to be some, like, there needs to be an audit program that humans can do on themselves where there could be questions on the list that, that are like, are ask yourself honestly, are you getting enough outdoor time? Because mm-hmm. for me, that's important. That's true. I should have said that to you when I was like. I think you did. And I'm like, I ain't going outside in this. It's terrible. 
Terrible. <laughs> Anyways, that's what I'm grateful for. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful. I'm going to throw a curveball here for myself. And here's why I worked so hard on Sunday to meal prep, not for a week, because I think a week is too short in this house. You know what I mean? Like we have crazy weeks and it's like, okay, just when I'm breathing for one week, it's time to prepare for another one. And so I meal prepped for the rest of the month. And I got to tell you, this week has been breezy. One of the reasons I like meal prep is I think you and I, especially me, I have decision fatigue. I make decisions yes. all day. I yes. problem solve at my corporate job. I problem solve with 1022 stuff. I make decisions all day long. And when I get home, I don't want to think about what we're having for dinner. I just don't. And that's why we always defer to like, do we want to go to the drive-thru? And when we go to a drive-thru, we get the same thing every time. Do we want to do a, do we want to make a pizza? Do we want to do burgers on the grill? Like all delicious options, but. I think because of that decision fatigue, we always only we always look at five options. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's there's three meals that we make at the house, or three things that we get delivered. So it's six. So it, one of those. Yeah, it's but, so boring. But planning ahead, like the decision's already made, and it actually gives you the opportunity to look forward to it. Like I remember the other day, I looked at the little sticker that you had put on the refrigerator, and it said meatballs. And I'm like, oh, that sounds really good. And then all day, I thought about the fact that we are having meatballs with our dinner. Do you know what we're having for dinner tonight? Mm, well, I, I, I might throw a curveball on that, but what is on the menu? What do you, for what do you mean you're going to throw a curveball? Well, I'm so excited about the weather that I think tonight we go, we walk somewhere. I and knew we, you were going to say that. This is why, by the way, it's so hard to stick to meal plans in this house because Jeff Dollar throws curveballs. Only on the weekends. And I'm so nervous about like the weather has been so wonky this summer. I just want to take advantage of it. So if the weather is glorious tonight, that's what I want to do. If it's not glorious, we can default to the meal prep. That's what's beautiful about it. And then tomorrow night we have our date night. So we just move the Friday meal to Sunday. Hmm. Right? So what are we, what's on the thing? Well, it was popcorn chicken. Oh, well, if we don't go somewhere, like if we don't go to a patio, if we don't go some, to enjoy some outdoor time tonight, we could actually eat that popcorn chicken in our backyard. We could. So we good. Al fresco, I think they call it. <laughs> Al fresco. Or fresco. Very fancy. Speaking of gray weather, you know what I did yesterday? I went, so I work in an office building. It's in downtown Atlanta. And we have had. Are we skipping the one to 10 check in? Or are you inserting this before? I'm inserting this before because oh, okay. it was about what you're grateful for. Sorry, carry um, on. Thank you. And, but good, good asking because usually I forget stuff. Um, but I, this was intentional. And I was, we've had a Starbucks in our building forever. And when COVID happened, the Starbucks closed down because the whole building was basically shut down, even though I was still there. And then it never came back. Like I don't, there was never a we're permanently closed sign. There was just, it just, nobody ever showed up again. The logo's still there. The cups are still there. It's like it was left, but it's two years ago. It's so weird. Right. So I never get Starbucks anymore, like during my work week. And um, I was like, you know what? Can I'm I ask you a random question about the CNN center? Yeah. Are the restaurants open? Like is Some it, of the restaurants are open. Is it a tourist attraction again or no. is it? Oh, it's, still it's really sad. Like it really, it's not, is it a, not a tourist attraction because people aren't doing touristy things in Atlanta or is it closed to the public still? It's because people aren't doing touristy things in Atlanta. 
Cause Atlanta, like if there's a conference, cause it's also, so if you're, if you haven't been to Atlanta or you're not familiar with it, downtown Atlanta, it's like Centennial Olympic park, which is this big, huge park when, uh, that was created when we had the 96 Olympics. Then there's the CNN center home of CNN that Ted Turner, like his original office place attached to that is like the Omni hotel attached to that is state farm arena where like, you know, our basketball team plays basketball and there's concerts. And then attached to that, um, is a conference center. So it's like all down there. So when there are conferences there and the hotel's packed, but like, I would say we probably had 10 restaurants down there before, and I've only seen two reopen. Like it's super depressing. I mean, it was like Duncan never reopened. Um, Starbucks never reopened. The only one that I've seen open is Chick-fil-A. And I don't even know. What about the fancier restaurants? What about the seafood joint? I'm not sure. Or the, it's, and not fancier, I, but like the sit down. Like McCormick like, and Schmick's is down yes, there. Yes, that's when there's a Dantana's, right? A Taco uh-huh. Mac. Yeah, a Taco Mac's totally closed. Like gone. That, that's, you know, yeah. But I will say, I think maybe, and I don't know. I actually have no idea, but there have been. I need to like read our local papers because they're developing something down there that, what's the name of it? I can't remember. The Gulch. I don't think it's the Gulch. Oh, I thought it was something else, but mean. it's, they're redeveloping all of it. So I wonder if people are just not signing leases now because they're going to sign leases when there's like a new thriving. Well, downtown. I think they also have to make, because so much of the tourism in downtown Atlanta, I think was tied into the conferences and the conventions and the marts, like the biggest, mm-hmm. you know, shopping mart in the country, like where yeah. stores go to buy their inventory for next year. Like there's a huge building. It's so this to me is so fascinating, but like there's a huge building. I think this is still going on. You know, I don't I don't know. But and every three months or so it it changes like the theme. So like and actually I think that's an inaccurate statement. Every three months or so there's a there it's overrun by a different industry a different one's like gift mart one is apparel mart furniture. which is like yeah so mm-hmm. like the entire building is just filled with and and stores go in and they're like oh my gosh this is a nice dresser i would like to buy 300 of them for my chain of furniture stores mm-hmm. and then there will be like a toy one where all the toys you know and and people are like oh i want that i want to do a thousand of those in my toy shops and right. there's clothing and there's uh like Callie said like gifts and stuff um uh, that's a sidetrack. That, w- that was a tangent. I'm just fascinated by that part of industry. But I, th- that's what all the tourism was downtown Atlanta. And it's, it makes me sad that, that that's going away because Atlanta really is a neat city. Yeah, it's a really cool city. I think it just hasn't. We have a Ferris wheel. We do have a Ferris wheel. We have a Ferris wheel. We have, I was going to say we have the fountains downtown, but we don't anymore. But the whole point. Are the fountains closed? I thought the, they'd been closed for years. The rings? No, I think they. I'm pretty sure. No. Uh huh. You don't drive past them though when you go home, right? Because you it's uh-uh. one way streets. Uh-uh. I haven't seen the fountains in a while. I just remember I thought I read a news article like years ago that it was um that it was closed because they also cut funding. I think for they like ran out of funding to keep the park like fully operating and you know 
whatever. Yeah, but now, I don't know. I feel... I, I anyway, be- go. We need to catch up on our Atlanta news. That's what I'm saying. But the reason I was telling you that is because it was so beautiful outside. And we don't have a Starbucks in my building. And I was like, you know what? I feel like a fall drink. And I called one of my coworkers and I looked on the Starbucks app. There is a Starbucks two blocks from where I work. You just have to go outside. And I wasn't <laughs> like used to that. You know what I mean? It was a beautiful day. Wanted a fall drink. So I walked the two blocks the sunshine on my face and the nice weather and just like getting a breath of fresh air during the day was game changing and amazing. And I was in like a great mood for the rest of the day. Perfect. Anyways, I just it, thought that was, that you would appreciate that. And I was wearing heels, so I did walk in heels, but I did feel very like city in New York. It was like being in New York, but with like no people. But with nobody around. Yeah. I saw one other person and and the Starbucks employee. And that was it the whole time. It was like really sad, but I feel like I don't, I, I'm really try, not trying to like crap on downtown Atlanta. Cause I, but I did the same thing. Like, remember when I brought Ellie down one morning and we went outside your office window? And and we, it was super pandemic time though. Oh, that was mm-hmm. okay. But You're yeah. Like, Nobody oh yeah. Cause there. she wasn't walking. She was still in a stroller. Yeah. But I said, oh, this is going to be neat. We're going to walk through the park. The park was closed. Like, there's going to be a hustle and bustle of people, and I'll be pushing a stroller through crowds. And there were, like, four or five dudes all asking for coins. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Well, maybe we'll try that again. Anyways, scale of one to ten, how you doing? Um, I am... I think I'm a nine. Love it. Love this. I love... The close to 10 streak that you're on. I know. I was doing so well at the beginning of the week. In the middle of the week, I found out something super sad and upsetting about someone that I know, which, you know, always just kind of like, a, you know, you're like, how is this real? So that kind of like jarred me a little bit this week. But other than that, I've had a really good week. I've had an organized week. I've had a productive week. And I'm kind of proud of myself this week, which I feel like I never really say. What about you? Um, I am going to go with... I'm going to go with an eight and I'll, t- and the reason I'm going to go with eight is because I know I have been a little bit productive this week. Like I've like some good things, like I've, I've moved things forward, but the past couple weeks and the current time feels like the stuff that I'm doing is kind of like running through a swimming pool full of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing that I'm doing is groundbreaking and immediate. It's just more, you know just the stuff that has to get done. And I will tell you, I think I'm actually impressed with my, I'm going to take my eight up to an 8.5 because I'm, and I'm giving myself an extra point because I'm not chalking this week up to like a four because Callie, like last weekend I had, was just feeling so overwhelmed at my to-do list and stuff. And I was just had like a little mini meltdown and Callie's like, we got this, you're doing good. And then she did a whole bunch, took a whole bunch of stuff off my to-do list without even me asking. She's just like, okay, you're cracking up, so you need some help. So she did a bunch of stuff. Then the joy that the meal prep brings me, like that felt great. So we went into the week. I went to Costco. I bought like. You bought meat from Costco for the rest of our meals for the month. Yes. Mm-hmm. Which makes me feel so good because it's that, that much. I have no idea. That saved us a ton of money because mm-hmm. we were able to buy like six pounds of chicken breast. And we have a vacuum sealer. Yes. So we just take out what we need for the week, vacuum seal the rest, throw it in the freezer. Felt so good. But then seriously, every single day, something kicked me right between the legs. <laughs> like truly, like. 
Oh, the, the yeah. I mean, there's no reason to, to go into it, but like the same the same sad news that Callie was just talking about also if, like took us both out of the game for 24 hours. Yeah. You know, and still throws me every time I think about it. And it's and, like getting the wind knocked out of you where you're like, wait, what? Yeah. And everybody like a little disoriented and everybody's healthy and everybody's well and everybody's good. And we will share about it um, in due time. It's just not our story to tell. Yeah. Uh, but it was like. It was out of left field, so that sucked. Then um, our the air conditioner in our house has been so wonky, and we it's just that like that's almost like an episode of <laughs> Curb Your Enthusiasm. Like the same guy has come over to try to fix it three or four times, but he, but he the, needs an assistant, and he doesn't he have has one. an assistant. His assistant name is is it's Jeff. Jeff <laughs> so he's like, hey man, can you fill up? four gallons of water and deliver them to me yeah. every three and a half minutes. And it's Jeff not is like, even that Jeff's like, what? It's not like, even hurry, <laughs> sir. Go, go, go. It's not, it's not even that. No, he's, he's asking really simple things. So that the first time he asked and the first day he was here, I was happy to volunteer. He's like, do you have an extra, like an old hand towel that I could put under this to, to like catch the drips? And I'm like, yeah, no problem. So I go and find an old hand towel, give it to him. So like so that escalates to like the last time he's here, he's like, do you have three bath towels that you don't mind if I wipe my butt with? <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then like the first <laughs> and time I, and, goes, Jeff, and then I texted Jeff at one point in the middle of the day and I was like, Hey, what are you doing? He's like standing outside looking for water to come out of a pipe. And I was like, well, what? I thought you had a meeting. Yeah, I do. I canceled it <laughs> because I'm watching. Cause the first time he's like, Hey, would you mind? I think I got this cleared out, but I'm going to, I got to, I'm going to pour water in the top. And then we you go, watch it. We, we go watch and see if it trips out. I'm like, yeah, no problem. That, that didn't take long. And then I'm seriously out there for 10 minutes. You know what I wonder? No water comes. And I go back inside. And I'm like, did you pour the water yet? And he's like, yeah, you didn't see it? And, like, and he's like packing up, like cleaning up. And I'm like, no, it didn't come out. He's like, oh, it must not be working. I wonder if it was like his first week and he didn't really know what he was doing, no. but he wanted to. And I'm trying to make a joke here. Oh, sorry. Okay. And that he's just like trying to give you jobs to make you think that he's busy. And he's like, I don't know what's wrong with this air conditioner. No, I just don't think he was really good at fixing that particular problem. Okay. So what ended up happening is yesterday, a guy came by and he fixed it. And now it's totally fine. And he fixed it. And it only took him like two hours and it's done. But I mean, it, just, it like it could have been. So anyways, eight and a half for, for, for me. Um, the highlight, one of the highlights of the week though, I will tell you this, was Ellie loves to like... At the after dinner, she just announces that we're going on a walk and a walk to her is half of a block. Like there's a sidewalk that kind of runs in front of our community. So she'll throw on. It's so funny. She loves her rain boots. So she throws on her rain boots and she goes to the front door and basically opens the door and then stands and looks at us like y'all in on this or what? Like, you know, I'm not allowed to be near the road by myself. So come on. So off we go. And when we came back, all the kids in the neighborhood were playing and we go down and we get to play with the neighborhood kids and Ellie does. And it was great. That was the highlight. Up until she says, Dada, Dada, come, come here, come with me or whatever she says. 
And she takes my finger, which is the cutest little thing, and she starts marching. And there's a dozen kids playing behind us, and we're marching farther and farther away. And I'm like, Ellie, where are we going? And Callie had brought up her little, like, hedgehog wagon and said, because some of the kids had, like, little rider, like, little things they could ride around in. They had scooters. Scooters. So I thought, oh, maybe she wants to go get her little hedgehog wagon. Nope. She marched up to the little green turtle boy thing mm-hmm. that holds the orange flag that one of our neighbors has mm-hmm. to indicate that there's kids playing in the street. Uh, and she started tapping him and she started playing with his hat and she started like identifying. She's like, nose, eye, hands. And while there's 10 kids playing behind us, she's talking to the little plastic boy. And I'm like, to give you flashbacks. I'm like, don't, please don't, please don't be the socially awkward kid. Cause that's what I would have done. <laughs> like I, I grew up as an only child. I, I am totally fine talking to little plastic boys. You know what I mean? <laughs> don't you be like that too. But what if it's just in, what if it's just in her DNA? What if she's, what if she's a soloist in a world full of bands? <laughs> I don't know. You know what I mean? Then she'll shine on her own. Like, what if she's just a one man? Like Sadie? Yeah. <laughs> Sadie's yes. that, like a one man wolf pack. She then she'll can... be friends with Sadie and it'll be fine. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad. I hate elevator music. I mean, that stuff is bad on so many levels. Have a joke for Ellie's Comedy Club? Have a comment on something we've talked about or an idea for the show? Call or text Callie and Jeff. 800-434-5454. What goes with a great summer vibe? How about a checking account with no monthly fees? Like a cool breeze, Chime is a refreshing way to handle your money. With no monthly fees, no maintenance fees, or minimum balance fees, it's how banking should be. And when you need access to your money, you can do so fee-free at more than 60,000 in-network ATMs at many locations like most Walgreens, 7-Eleven, and CVS. You can also send money to anyone, even if they aren't on Chime. Fee-free for you and no cash-out fees for them. Chime, no monthly fees, no vibe-killing fees. Signing up for a Chime checking account only takes two minutes and doesn't affect your credit score. Get started at chime.com upside. That's chime.com upside. Chime is a financial technology company, not a bank. Banking services provided by and debit card issued by the Bancorp Bank or Stride Bank, NA members, FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees apply except at MoneyPass ATM in a 7-Eleven location and at any AllPoint or Visa Plus Alliance ATM. Other fees such as third-party and cash deposit fees may apply. The world is full of inspiring people, people who've achieved unimaginable feats, Some have scaled the tallest mountains. Others have created music beloved by millions of people. Some have risen from the depths of poverty to riches that most of us could never imagine. 
Whose Amazing Life is a podcast from Wondery that celebrates these one in a million stories. Every episode walks you through the life's journey of a legend in their field. Now, this could be an athlete, an artist, an explorer, an actor, anyone who's made an impact on the world around us. But here's the catch. You're not going to know who the show is describing until the very end of the episode. So you have to play along. Now it's fun if you're doing it, listening with a group or a family road trip, something like that, because everybody gets to guess from the creators of little stories everywhere and adventures of Cairo, whose amazing life is a podcast for the whole family that allows you all to spend time walking in the shoes of legends. You will experience their challenges, their triumphs, everything they faced in their journeys before anyone knew their name. Listen to the clues and do your best to immerse yourself in the life of someone amazing. Follow Who's Amazing Life on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or on the Wondery app. The podcast is called Who's Amazing Life. We appreciate our Upside partners, and we appreciate you for supporting them. For more information on any advertiser on the Upside, visit CallieandJeff.com. Here are your three random things for today. Number one, between the pandemic, the political fighting, the inflation, the economy, the elections, Americans have a top shelf reason, top shelf reasons to be stressed. And research is now showing that this stress and worry has 20% of Americans unable to sleep at all during the night. You know what? Maybe we're not having a mass exodus of people leaving their jobs because <laughs> they really want to work for themselves. Maybe it's because we're just tired. Yeah. We're tired because it's been a really long couple of years <laughs> and we all just need like a siesta, like a one month or what do they call it? Like a sabbatical. Yes. We need a sabbatical. Well, we're tired. Everybody needs a month long nap. I mean, like, now, you know, Ellie has it right, because every now and again, we'll be playing and then she'll just say nap <laughs> and she'll just start marching toward her room and she'll look for her pillow. So maybe don't you wish you could be in a meeting and just all of a sudden go nap and then just walk out and walk to your bed and go take go take a nap and grab Bobby, your little stuffed dog, and just mm -hmm. be like, I'm out. Uh, but anyways, yeah, I, I think it's um, they say that one in five people. Uh, at least I just cut and pasted some of this. So I think I, I might get this part of this wrong, but one in five people at least once per month do not sleep at all at night. I can't really think of anything more miserable than that. That is so miserable. Cause you still got to get up the next day and you either got to go to work or you got to take care of your kids or you got to talk to your spouse. Or you got to go on a date or you got to go to the old Navy and get some flip flops, whatever. You still got to live your life. No sleep. Your second random thing is most Americans struggle to keep up with their streaming watch list. You can count Jeff and I in this um, group of people. No, 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 no. Maybe you, but not me. You know why? Because I don't subscribe to anything. What do you mean? Like I will, if I want to watch something, I'll seek it out and look it. But I used to be the person who would be like, ooh, that show looks good. And then I would hit, you know, hit the record. Oh, I don't mean literally thing. like, but you and I are like, like we have Ozark. Oh, yeah. We have the last season of Ozark. We have you. We have like a mental list. Dude, I'm super pumped, by the way, for Abbott Elementary. 
Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. What made you excited? I looked up the show after you played the clip on cool, what, right? Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday. And I'm like, this is right up my alley. Yeah, totally. Um, the average person spends 30 minutes flipping through four streaming services before deciding on something to watch. That would be me. And people say they just constantly, their list constantly gets longer. It's really long and it's overwhelming. I can tell you two people not on this list. That would be my parents. They actually said the sentence that they are. They're out. They've run they're out. out. They've, they've run out. They've, they've hit the end of Netflix. <laughs> it's like a donk, donk, you know, yeah. um, you know, it'd be a terrific app. Hmm. Oh my gosh. Who could invent this? Who could I get to invent this? I think I just hit no I, one. Cause you don't have enough time, but tell somebody else that they can make a. All I need is the idea. What if there's a Tinder style app for both TV shows and podcasts? Mm -hmm. So it pops up. There like, probably is one. So it would pop up like something like, I don't know. And you're like, eh, swipe because you don't want to watch it. But you swipe on the ones you do want to watch just to build a profile. So mm -hmm. when you're bored at work, right, you mm -hmm. could, it'll just pop these up and you could swipe, 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 swipe. That builds your profile mm -hmm. of what you like. And then when you need to watch something, you just click the app on your phone and you go, tell me what to watch. And it pops up and it's like season three of you. Well, you know, the streaming services like have a section that's like, because you watch this, you would also like this. Yeah, but I th I don't know. I don't think that's a deep enough profile. Okay. I don't know. Here's your third random thing. Uh, teachers are the true heroes of the world. Teachers make such an impact on us that 60% of people can claim, claim that they can name many teachers from their childhood who had a positive or negative impact on their life. Do you have teachers that you remember that stand out? Oh, Yeah. You want to say they are? I, th I thought that was a natural. Oh, no. Um, I remember Miss Robin was like one of my favorite teachers. Um, I have a lot of them. I had good teachers. Uh, I remember Mr. LaRose was my favorite. Um, he was my favorite teacher. Um, I also remember Miss Misco. She was Who was the one with the long fingernails? Miss Pasek. Okay. I'm saying Miss, but I don't remember if they're like, I remember Mrs. Glan was Mrs. Glan <laughs> because it was because she lived on the school bus route. So every now and again, like you would drive by, you know, you go and you would see like her husband getting in the car. And when you're in fourth grade, you're like, oh, teachers in there. That's Mrs. Glond's husband. So I knew she was Mrs. Glond. Yeah. Glond. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah. And then we had, what was her name? Was it Mead? We had two teachers that were husband and wife and they were fantastic, but they got divorced. Oh, Cook, Mr. That's and awkward. Mrs. Cook. They both were, one of them was um, English and one of them was social studies and we loved them. And when you were a senior, you got to go in the hall and do chants about history with Mr. Cook and bang on lockers and yell for the whole school to read like about the war of 1812. And it was like a song that he wrote and you would learn it in class and you would go sing it. It was the greatest thing. And then she divorced him. I <laughs> will say that one of my, um, she wasn't a teacher of mine, but she taught at my school and she tutored me in math. She actually listens to our podcast and she's one of my favorites. So Miss Sassadu. And you also Sassadu. Thank you for listening. And you also had a teacher who pre COVID would go to the same Starbucks that I would go to. And she came up to me. All the time. Who? I don't remember. Jeff doesn't remember anything. Early kindergarten, first grade, maybe. I told you about her. And she's like, are you Jeff Dollar? I used to teach Callie, blah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. 
Huh. Anyways, those are your three random things. <laughs> we will end this week with a beautiful human alert. Jeff, I think you're going to love this so much. I saw it and I was like, oh, that's her story for the week. Um, there are Canadian parents. Their names are Edith and Sebastian, and they have... Four kids, three of them have a genetic disorder that affects their eyes and they're all going to lose their vision probably by age 30. So the parents and the eye specialist that they'd see, was like, you know what, just the most important thing is that you create visual memories. So when their eyesight goes, they can still remember, you know, what they saw before yeah. they went blind. So they were like, you know what? We're going to do that. And they are taking a world trip. They got everybody's bucket lists and they're going around crossing things off the bucket list and seeing the world. I saw this kids. story. Do you have the bucket list of the youngest kid? Um, I have one of them. And he said, is he, the um, is he the juice box while riding a camel kid? Yes. He wanted to drink juice on a camel. So they are doing that. It's amazing. Um, like, and I, the kids got to create the bucket list. Um, you know, one of them wanted to see an elephant. So they're doing that. And um, they're going to be, they started in July, 2021. And they have another like six months to go. Um, but Hopefully yeah. they're hoping, you know, there'll be scientific improvements, but how amazing is that, that the parents are like, you know what, maybe there'll be science advancements. Maybe there won't. Our kids are going to see everything they want to see before they lose their ability to see. I can't wait until, um, Ellie is of the age where she can make specific requests that make no sense. Like they, they say like drinking camel on a juice, <laughs> drinking juice on a camel. And it's Friday. Thank you for listening to the upside with Callie and Jeff. Most people learn about the upside from their friends. Please tell everyone you know about this podcast so the amazing upside community can continue to grow. One part of the air conditioning saga that needs to be shared involves me climbing up into the attic after Callie had gone to bed because I heard a dripping. After the repairman had been there like all day, he wasn't able to fix it. He was very frustrated. And I feel like we should say, by the way, we had working air conditioning. Jeff just noticed that it was leaking. So told our landlord. So it's not like this whole time we haven't had air conditioning. Yeah. It's, They're just trying to like patch it up or whatever. Well, the, yeah, it was, it was the backup overflow tube. There was water coming out of a tube that had never had water coming out of it before above our. So we noticed it. We're like, above that's our weird. Patio, yeah. And then the landlord's like, oh, that means that this is backed up. I have to. So it seemed like a very simple thing that turned into a very big thing. Mm -hmm. And so the guy comes like three or four times, can't get it fixed. I'm in the studio. Callie's gone to bed. I hear dripping and I'm like, what is that? I do some exploring and I find there's a leak on the pipe he was working on in the attic and it's dripping now. And I've taken so, Ambien probably a good 30 or 45 minutes before this. So I have to go into the bedroom and get a towel to to fix this, because it's like 9.30, 10 o'clock at night. Early, yeah, it's late. And I have to fix this because there's nothing they can do that night. Callie's like, what are you doing? I explained to her. I said, will you do me a favor? Will you stay awake in case <laughs> I fall? Because I'm not the most graceful fellow. I say, in case I fall trying to fix this, like out of the seal, like if I fall down the ladder, if, if, I don't know. I'm thinking like, what if it closes like it did on National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. what if I'm stuck up there just until I'm safely on the ground level again. And Callie says, no, you'll be okay. And I'm like, seriously, that wasn't a joke. Like, I just don't want to get hurt. And she says, if you fall, I get up really early. Just don't <laughs> move until I get up. 
These are the things that you think make sense when you've taken Ambien that don't make sense at all. So it'd be like a cartoon character with all like my limbs sticking in a different direction, lying on the ground, just waiting. For me to wake up? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, Callie, I'm listening to uh, episode nine this week and the whole thing with the hardboiled egg container at work. Uh, I would just throw the whole damn thing away. Sorry, the whole dang thing away. Just throw it away. That's what I do. Don't even deal with it. It's gross. Don't want to smell it. Uh, that's it. Bye. Okay, guys. I'm listening to Thursday's episode, and I am 100% on Callie's side with not wanting to change with the AC repairman in the attic. Um, I never even thought about it, but I do the same thing. If something is being worked on, I don't want to go to the bathroom. i definitely not going to be changing. And you know, if like the maintenance man says, okay, I've got to grab a part out of the truck or whatever. I'm like, all right, now's my time. I can go to the bathroom real quickly. I don't know. There's something weird about... People that you don't know being in your house when you're doing, I guess, what's called intimate things, right? Going to the bathroom, changing. Um, so yeah, Team Callie on that one. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Angela from Chittenango, New York. Just listening to the podcast where Callie says she has hard-boiled eggs in a glass container at work and is afraid to bring them home. Uh, throw that whole container in the freezer. Once it is frozen, pull it out on garbage day and dump the in the contents into your garbage bag. It will not start smelling funky for quite a while. And then you just throw the uh, glassware in your dishwasher or even just fill it with vinegar and let it sit for a few days. There will be no funk left in it. And when it's frozen, it won't smell nearly as bad as if it's not. Anyway, love your show. Bye. Hey guys, I am listening to today's show and had to stop about the weird stalkers that can see you through the attic walls conversation. I I'm all about if there's a stranger in my house, I'm not gonna take a shower. Probably not gonna change my clothes just because what if they have a problem and knock on the door and it's awkward, but but I, but I don't think that people in your attic have some strange power to be able to see through the floors and see you in your room. That's not a thing. Not a thing. Jeff is right about this. Bye. Callie, I bet you have a lot of coworkers that are looking at you and saying how beautiful you are. Just don't do too much because you don't want Ellie to be seeing you say, I'm not okay, I'm not okay, I'm not okay. It's good to fix the things that you aren't comfortable with, but don't let her outwardly see you or hear you complaining about the way you look. I, once again, I bet your coworkers are saying, look how beautiful she is, but it radiates from the inside, not just the outside. Hey guys. I just wanted to pause today's episode. A couple of things. Callie, I think you need to start standing in front of your mirror again and giving yourself daily affirmations because you are gorgeous and you don't need to change yourself to look. I know if it makes you feel better, I get it, but you are beautiful. And I think maybe you need to start 
reminding yourself of that. And two, I totally agree with Callie on the not changing clothes when somebody's in the house. Even if they're not in your attic, it's still just a little, I don't know. I get it. Especially if they're up above you, though, because I agree with her on the creeper stories. Love the show. Bye. I would like to share with you just three cardinal rules of my ability and longevity. One, surround yourself with people whose eyes light up when they see you coming. Two, slowly is the fastest way to get to where you want to be. And three, the top of one mountain is the bottom of the next, so keep climbing.